Hello, minions, and welcome to another episode of Evil Campaign. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. Before we get started this week, I want to point out that OneShot has made some changes to our Patreon in anticipation of our new campaign. Folks at the $10 level who are able to send in Dear Minoc and Dear Bluebird letters are going to be able to send letters in again. The new campaign also takes place aboard a ship, and you'll be able to send mail to the crew just like you used to be able to contact the Minoc. In addition to that, $10 backers will also be able to send in 1-3 to three sentence NPC descriptions. I'll be playing the NPC you suggest applying to join the crew of the Uhuru. There's a chance your NPCs will make it aboard the ship and show up in our adventures. At the very least, it'll be an entertaining job interview. We also have a new campaign-related milestone. Once our Patreon hits $8,500 a month, we can return campaign to a weekly schedule, the way it was always meant to be. I need us to hit that milestone first so I can afford the editor that I'll have to hire. Before we get to our episode, I'd like to take a quick moment to thank some of our backers on Patreon. Jay Kimberling. Thank you. Chelsea. Thank you very much. Russell Cat, Thank you so much. Christopher N. Corradini. Thank you. Jimmy Owens. Thank you so much. Ifura. Thank you. Will Stack. Thank you so much. David Johnson. Thank you. Slacker Initiative. Thank you so much. Emma Knight. Thank you. Amanda and Brad Moyer. Thank you both very much. Fred Druck. Thank you. Reed McComer. Thank you so much. Sleepy Origami. Thank you. Joshua Irwin. Thank you very much. Devin Dunlavy. Thank you. Jacob Derby. Thank you very much. Luca Nagellan. Thank you. Ben Gruber. Thank you so much. And Robert Metcalf. Thank you. Thanks again to everyone who supports our network on Patreon. You make everything that we do possible, from one shot to campaign to our new shows like Asians Represent, Session Zero, and In Theory, which are all premiering now or coming out very soon. And now, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Fitting! Having concocted a plan for a dramatic appearance at the Imperial Gala, Minister Blue must dress himself and his companions to kill. But will an obsession with political gains lead to personal problems? Cut to... Smash cut to... Uh, Smash (laughs) cut to... Arrival on Coruscant. The bluebird touching down on Coruscant. Swooping in on a decorated landing platform. No. For, for all the listeners, Cat is vehemently shaking no. her head no. No! <laughs> the bottom of the ship opens up, the runway comes down, and Zero uh, hops off of the ship in, dressed. How, how is Zero dressed? Okay. Um, this is before the gala. I will point out. So these are not the clothes that will be worn to the gala. These are the clothes that you wear as you go to prepare for the gala, which are, as Blue has explained to you, almost equally important. (laughs) I think in the in-between, Zero capitalized on the the desire for a purple suit. So it's like very tailor-cut and in like the... (laughs) <laughs> 10 hours between then and uh, the g- last touching down. He like cut a deal. He got like a very nice tailor suit. There's, of course, no left arm for his robotic arm, but that in and of itself has a purple tint to it. Um, and then there's kind of like 
not I I want to say highlights, but I that's not the word that I'm looking for. But running down the arm, it's like a slightly darker strip of purple, mm. um, just like for some added flair. Yeah, almost like a blood stripe, except on arms instead yeah, of pants. Blood, uh, arm blood stripe. Yeah, I mean he's got a purple ensemble. It's very form fitting, and uh, as he's uh, coming down off of the bluebird ramp, uh, he's got like an emoji that's got like those two sunglasses on as he's just kind of like surveying the place and just uh, figuring out uh, the lay of the land. There is a group of finely dressed uh, Imperials sitting at the bottom of the runway. They walk over and goes, uh, wh- whose ship is this? Who do you represent? Uh, this belongs to the great minister, Blue. He's touching down and he will be preparing for the gala in due time. Where can we uh, set up and uh, set up shop? Um... Well, if Minister Blue has an invitation, he should find himself a room in the J.W. Mary Hut uh, just set up across the street. (laughs) Ah, Very good, very good. Thank you very much. And uh, I assume that you are the valet? Uh, Yes, we, we, we are the valet, but we are also here to announce the arrivals, if you'll excuse me. Announcing his grace, Minister Blue! Oh, 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 okay. Wow. Yeah, that was... Shouldn't it be his lord title? He's a lord. Oh, or would this person not know? Um. Oh, lord. Okay. What would his full title be? Lord Adnau Rengen. Blue. Lord Adnau Rengen. Adnau Rengen. So blue is just a nickname. Yeah. Okay. Announcing his grace, Lord Adnau Rengen. Uh, who's who's he with? He is being accompanied by the one and only, and then. <clears throat> Like he like looks up back at the top of the ramp, and that's I. And that's as slow motion descending the ramp. We have Minister Blue dressed. What does your pre-gala suit look like? Okay, it, it, it is. It's very much almost looks like regular minister clothes, except everything is like of the the finest detail. Um, the, the people that know him notice that something is a little bit odd in that there's clearly padding in the upper body of this suit, even shoulder pads, because he looks like he's put on 25 pounds of upper body muscle the way this thing is tailored and padded out. Um, so he's looking tall and confident uh, as, as he walks. His, his perfectly mirror-polished black shoes click along the entrance ramp as he walks down. His his cane in hand, uh, he actually, the damaged pieces of the bluebird from, uh, from the earlier mission, he's had it fastened into his cane, the woodworkings of it, um, and that his, his, his cane as he slowly limps down with his right arm hooked around Ava Arik. Mm-hmm. What does Ava look like? Oh, Ava looks so good. <laughs> she is wearing something that pa- Padme Amidala would be yeah. goddamn proud of. So the, the top piece of the gown, which is extremely form-fitting, is made out of a um, hard material. It's unclear mm-hmm. whether it is... Like almost plastic? Yeah, plastic, metal, leather. What is this thing? No one's real sure. Could be chitin, for all we know. Um and uh, it's completely formed to her body all the way down through her hips and has lots of cutout pieces uh, made to look kind of like lace, but dark, Ooh. evil lace. Yes. Yes. Very evil lace. <laughs> the whole bottom half is just lots and lots and lots of uh, um, black 
uh, super see-through chiffon, just tons of it that flows out behind her in a huge cascade. Holy crap! <laughs> Miss Ava Arik. So he says that you guys hit the bottom of the runway and you can see this person hasn't, their brain hasn't quite caught up with their eyes and what they're seeing. So Zero uh, passes the keys to this amazed announcer and they fall to the ground, gittering to Ava's feet. Yeah, so Ava walks past. And as we're, we're walking past, I, I turn to him and go, you can pick those up with your jaw. Oh. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Traveling with Lady Ava Auric. And as we, we start walking past, I go, yes, good line. He's getting a bonus this year. <laughs> Send that one back to the writer's room. That's a good one. <laughs> Love that writer's room. Want to know so much yes. more about that writer's room. How much are they getting paid? Way too much. So as we, we begin entering into, I, I, I turn, I, I turn over to Ava. Just keep it straight. Keep it together. Everything's fine. I'm Everything's cool. Fine. As I told you, you get this dress now and three more after it's complete. That was our deal. Yes. Yes. Okay. I may need a little help. Question. How do you talk to people? <laughs> Smash cut. <laughs> how do you talk to people? Yeah, like I know how to dictate to them and command them and, and run running a, a massive Holonet network and put out information. But if I'm being honest, yeah, I noticed that um, you actually do need help with this. My help. interpersonal skills right? in these type of events aren't always mm-hmm. the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could use a little help. Right. Yeah. So maybe you shouldn't talk to people. No, I definitely have to talk to people. I find a habit that my mouth just sort of moves and words come out, especially in stressful situations. Mm, have you tried asking about them? Why? Right? Okay. Oh, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. So I would go like, Ava, how are you? That's what you do. And then you would say? I'm fine. How are you? Oh, that's doing great. See, I always go back there. Yeah, so then the problem is you'd have to turn it back and ask me something else. You'd have to keep throwing the focus back oh, on me. Oh, okay. All right, I can do this. I don't know that you can. I think I can do this. I don't think that If you I can. get caught, you got to jump in. I don't... Why? Yeah, you got to. I'm going to be talking to other people, You're kiddo. better at this than I am. I know. <laughs> okay. All right. How you doing there, buddy? How you feeling? Zero. I, I hook my other arm around you. Yes. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I take a step and realize this isn't going to work with my leg, but we just... Well, I know. I mean, they can support you. Okay. Yeah. I like this. Yes. Two is better than one. Get your cane off of my dress. I pick the cane up. I move it a couple inches and set it down. Okay. This is this is great. Everybody's having a great time. All right. Well, Seems like you have no stress. Where is your stress? I, You're supposed to filter the stress off of me. I have a lot of stress. All right, you need to calm down, man. Can I, I get you? Can I get you a blue milk? No. Would you like a blue milk? And I turn and I wink at Ava. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at you. All right, I'll have a blue milk. Go get it. What the crap are you talking about? Don't ever tell me what to do. Go get your own blue milk. Get me one and pour it out. <laughs> and we have a scene transition. <laughs> We have a scene transition to 
What tailor did you pick? You I have no idea how to answer that went in the hollow net <laughs> and Blue found every tailor on Coruscant. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And he found the best one. I just want to know, what does the exterior of that tailor shop look like? Okay, what, what is the creature with the most number of arms that you can think of in the Star Wars universe? <laughs> well, I'm coming up Charon. Oh, but Charon, are they, would they be in a room like that? Like, they're, <laughs> they're, they're enormous. They're, they're like giant eight bugs. and a half feet tall. And That's I don't know, better. are they even in the, the current canon? Uh, well, cat. Uh, almost nothing is in the current canon. Sure, I just... That looks like Jim Henson had his worst nightmare. <laughs> Why? What do they do? Because they're from like New Jedi Order and lived in a crazy ice planet in a pocket dimension. Like they don't make sense. <laughs> okay. Well, what we, has no arms? We'll go we the other bring route. them back. No, <laughs> they can't come back here. A basilisk has four. All right. I we'll can't think of a basilisk. Okay. Are there anything with no arms? Because we can go the other route. <laughs> <laughs> Just yelling at some I mean, droids. thing with no arms. Yeah, you could have a, a six-armed droid. Is a droid going to be the best tailor on Coruscant? Uh, I don't know. What parameters do you go by? Are you judgmental of droids? I'm not judgmental of droids. I just don't think they're as good as us. I mean, well, there we go. <laughs> I mean, they're not. They're the worst. Right? They're, they're oh, Pankrel. Yeah. Somewhere on the, the lower part of the city. Of Coruscant, we arrive at this tailor shop. It's one that you had an appointment with. You pull up in a speeder. Zero steps out of the speeder and passes you a hand. You take his hand, get out of the speeder, and immediately offer your hand to Ava, who reluctantly takes it as you pull her out of the speeder. And you walk together in the arm-in-arm situation that you have insisted on since you discovered it was easier to walk that way earlier this day. Oh, it's easier for you to walk. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yep, love it. So we, we enter in the tailor shop. We have how much time before the gala? I'm going to say that this is like midday when you arrive. The gala is like really starts up in the evening. So um, okay. you've got a couple hours. Okay. Um, so we, we walk in. Uh, this, is, this is where I've heard that the best tailor and all Coruscant lives. We need to get our suits tailored. I've heard he's a mysterious man, not well known, but he drives the highest price, therefore he must have the best value. There we go. That is, and that is the explanation. Yes. You step into the shop and you see fine fabrics from across the galaxy lining the walls. There are several mannequins designed for different species and body types scattered around this place. But the storefront, like when you stepped in, there was a little bell ringing noise. There doesn't appear to be anybody at the counter. Hmm. Odd. Especially before such a big event. Is there a bell of some sort? Yes, indeed. I ignore it and I take my cane and I go rap, rap, rap (laughs) on the table. Coming out from the back is a four-armed creature who appears to be holding two different suits with actual measuring tape, no crazy Star Wars measuring tape or laser tape or anything like that. Actual <laughs> measuring tape, tape around around his neck, who steps out. His gigantic neck pouch sort of fills up with air a little bit, uh, seeing you wrapping your cane on the desk of his establishment, goes, What are you looking for? What, what are you people doing here? We're about to close. I think this will make my intentions clear. And I take off my shirt 
and I put it on the counter, and I take off my pants, and I put them on the counter. You Do want to have- help us. <laughs> All right. Yep. <laughs> Ava using the force. Yeah, that wasn't going to go well. That was going to go very poorly for us. How clear Super could I have been? He's a oh, tailor. God. I gave him something to tailor. Oh, jeez. Why? Why are you like this? Why are you the worst person? Okay, so I roll one of these. Mm-hmm. And you're looking for dark side points. A light side. But I can use dark side points to be able to use that light side. Yeah. Flip it? Yes. Is that one of your abilities? No, everyone can do that. Okay, and that doesn't threaten your morality? Because mm. when Tamlin does it, it brings him closer to the dark side. So might this bring you closer to the light? Uh, no, if I do a good act, it brings me closer to the light. This just hurts me. Okay, the thing that confuses me when a uh, light side force user uses a dark side point, regardless, it threatens their morality. Like, those two are linked in that way. I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. because this is starting to become a selfless act, if we are threatening your morality I think we probably are. Yeah. Actually threatening my morality. But Ava's morality is all over the place. It goes up and down all the time. And it should go up and down She's all gonna the time. Around. These She's are, gonna come these around. are the rules. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what the point of the morality track is. This is the is. only role that is happening tonight, so <laughs> we might as well do it properly. <laughs> might as well get it right. Why did he have to do that? Why did he have to be terrible? I'm just saying Ava and Blue could use this situation to tolerate each other much more. Oh, no, we're, we're no. going to have a coming together. No, we're not. Absolutely, you should. God. Absolutely, that is the... That is the narrative arc that is no! taking place here. Is you've been forced into the situation together. Sinox doesn't like blue anymore. You don't have to. He does like blue. No! He won't admit to it. No! And he's very suspicious of him. I like the story of that, so we'll just do the thing. So we have to do opposed disciplines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, again, you would just be incorporating my dice, which is two purple, into your roll. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it succeeds with a with an advantage? Mm-hmm. Cool. So then based on what I am able to do... So we flipped the point so that I can actually use the light side. And um, the power that we are using is influence. So I'm guiding and shaping thoughts. Then normally we can do it for five minutes. And then in doing this, uh, we can extend it an additional 10 minutes. So for 15 minutes... <laughs> We can uh, make this person be friendly. <laughs> yep. uh, it only needs friendly to be friendly long enough to take the yes. order and to have take, to deal with it. And, yeah. and deal with us. So as, as she said, you want to help us. You want to tailor our clothing. I want to help you. I want to tailor your clothing. This garment is ridiculous. What? Look at this. He has uh, two arms. Reach out and pick up your jacket. There's so much padding in this. Look at you. His other two arms grab you and pick you up <laughs> uh, and like start feeling over your body. There's nothing there. This is all just the clothing. This isn't made to work with what's there at all. It's just making things up. I told you. I told you that the padding what? was bad. It looked great. No. I looked like... Not Superman. What do we have? Sinox. Su- <laughs> nah. 
I looked like Sinox. I looked amazing in that. That is never a good thing. You should look no. like you, right? He's a, he's, a, he's a handsome man. I was being mean. He should look like him to the top of his ability. Yes, you should absolutely be looking like yourself. What, what, what are you people here for? What can I help you with? We are going to the Imperial Gala tonight. I'm <clears throat> not dressed like this, you're not. Well, I, that's what I'm here for you for. I hear you're the best around. I hear that you're costly. That can be arranged. We need to look perfect. I mean perfect. As Blue slams his hand down as he's standing on the other side of the counter wearing nothing but slightly baggy underwear. Yeah, I what suppose. does his underwear look like? It's ah, oh, I have tiny little bluebirds. That's cute. There we go. <laughs> That's it. Yes, it, 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 it's it's nice. It's it's got to be white because why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, be nice. It, 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 it's white we underwear only with fifteen ti- minutes of this with tiny little bluebirds all over it. Will you tailor the clothes? You certainly look like you need help. And I, I simply cannot allow anyone to represent the Empire dressed like that. Perfect. Awesome. But you, I'll need you to tell me what you need from me. I don't, I don't understand the question. Take clothes, make look good on blue. Oh, I've heard of yourself in the third person. That's what I need from you. Yeesh. No, 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 no. You and your companions here are going as a picture. And you, unless I'm mistaken, are at the center of that picture. Of course. You are giving him ammunition that he should not have. What sort of man are you? What sort of man am I? Can you not see? As I sort of spread out slightly. I am a minister of the Empire. I am as man as man can get. <laughs> right, Zero, as I hit my hand on your chest and then rub the back of my hand a little bit. You going to be all right? I'm going to be good. Okay. I'm okay. You won't cry? Is I'm not going to cry. Okay. Don't cry. Okay. What you presented to me when you walked through that door was a man who is not confident about the strength of his body. Is that the kind of man who is going to be arriving at the gala? I am... Very concerned where this line of questioning is going. He walks out from behind the counter and, like, starts looking you over. Mm, I see in front of me a man who doesn't care much what the exterior of his body looks like. I see a man walking with a cane. Not because he wishes to signal weakness to his enemies. No, you use this for another reason. I pick up the cane. I put the end of it right at his throat. We don't need to discuss the cane, and we don't need to discuss my leg. Those are relevant to this conversation. See, drops the cane back down into a neutral position in his hand. We're here to discuss tailoring. Ah, now there's the fire of a man who could represent the Empire. Those threats there, that flash, whether or not you could carry it out. You swore that violence against me. So I'm speaking to a man... Who needs to imply that? You seem like a man that knows how to imply that with me. I can imply all sorts of things. Well, why don't we just imply what we're implying? So you want to appear threatening? Yes. That is who you are? Yes. That is what you feel about yourself? Yes. When you look in a mirror, you want to see a terrifying man? Raging fire. Standing there in his like <laughs> super his chicken legs and his little little arm outstretched in a fist. I can do this. The droids will take your measurements. You look fine. <laughs> oh, you mean. I know. 
Are you going to the gala? Yeah, I'm going to be there. How do you feel about top hats? <laughs> no. Yes. Are they? Yes. Three is top that, hats, Is that please. a thing? No, no, no. Three top not, hats. I'm not wearing one of those. Why aren't you wearing a top hat? Nah, it is the height of fashion. It's not the height of fashion. Literally the height of fashion. Is that in? Are top hats in? You wear it right. They could be. Mini top hat? <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that. You don't Ooh, need this guy knows hat? how to sell a top hat. I'll mini take top two hat top hats. clip to the side? <laughs> I don't want this. Out of the 45? I don't Come want on, this. Come on, get on this, on this I think top they do little hat. Games. No! We could be the ones that make... Scene transition. Scene transition. We see three people. We see two people in top hats. One is, of course, Zero in his finely tailored uh, purple tuxedo. With his mask. Mm, It looks amazing. It looks great. (laughs) Um, (laughs) With his bike helmet and then a top hat. It's kind of like, it's got one of those command strips on the top of his head. So anytime he has to take it off, there's a small (laughs) sound because it's uh, attached to the bottom of the the hat. Yep, yep. And the other, of course, is Ava Arik. Uh, (laughs) Who is wearing a top hat with no less confidence? Of course, because um, again, a great top hat was brought out that really works well with her dress, and she <laughs> went for it. And then, entering, walking through the camera to enter onto the screen, we see Minister Blue. We see him in the glory that he sees in his own mind for himself. Ooh. What does this look like, Jim? We see a picture. And it's the bluebird flying across the sky. Blue is in the pilot seat. What? As just That's a bad idea. As just the, well, again, this is in his own mind, right? Like oh, this. Okay. Yeah, 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 oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's in the pilot seat. He's wearing smuggler clothes, and he he's navigating the bluebird. It's ducking in and out. There's explosions going on, all sorts of stuff. He's flying in. There's this giant. The rebellion's a thing, right? Yes. Okay. It's like a whole there is thing. a giant rebellion space station that he's flying into the middle of. It's shaped like the starboard. <laughs> he blows up some sort of sciency thing in the middle of it and escapes just in time from an explosion as the entire space station goes off. The bluebird immediately descends back on the capital. Now that the Empire is once again safe, it crashes through the front of the gala event. He steps out, this time wearing his perfect tailored suit and his Mm -hmm. top hat. He sticks his arm out to his right. Ava hooks on. He sticks his arm out to his left. Zero hops on. And the three of them stride forward. And as they enter, he sees Grand Moff Tarkin, who says... The Empire is forever indebted to you, and I have demoted that traitor. And thanks for killing that traitor, (laughs) Minister Jakar. Yeah, and so the fantasy sequence ends with him walking into frame, and we see this suit for the first time. I think it is in baby blue. And the other instinct that I have here, I think you've got a cape. Yes! Yes. Total cape. Power cape. Power cape. How is it full length though? I don't know that that. Would I don't look, know that he would go full length on it. I but don't I know do that that would look that good on him. Cape. Yeah, I like the. Can, can I do the Baby like cape. the half shoulder cape? The, yeah. the, the, the Trey's Kushranada. Yeah, where it's like you know half in front, half in back, just and sort of over short, shoulder. I think it would look good. Yeah, on yeah, you. yeah. yeah. It goes about yeah. waist level mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. because then it would long legs. Yep. 
Yeah, and it, and it's of course you have it on your your injured leg side, the side with the cane. So it sort of draws attention to that side without actually drawing attention to that side. It's perfect. And you walk down the red carpet towards the gala. As you three are walking, you are stopped by a protocol droid. Oh my goodness! Uh, if it isn't Adnau, Lord Adnau Rengan. It's so nice to see you, Minister. Welcome to the gala. Do you have anything to say with the Imperial citizens watching at home? And a little camera droid, like, zips into frame, and he points a microphone at you. Um, and, and Blue considers his, his arm placement for one second, and he unhooks his arm with Zerel before he talks. Uh, yes, to the, the wonderful citizens of the Empire, this is a glorious time. It is a great time to be here at Coruscant, the height of fashion. Of course, I'm joined here by the wonderful Ava Arik. And I would just like to send a message out to all of the little kids watching at home that one day you too can grow up. And if you try hard enough and if you work hard enough, you too can attend the Imperial Gala one day. Wonderful, wonderful, Minister Blue. I must say, this is a first. Ava Arik, welcome to the Imperial stage. So glad to be here. Who are you wearing? Oh, um, I'm wearing a Bella Beldave, of course. Bella Beldave! Well, this minister knows how to walk in with a lady who knows how to dress. And look at this bodyguard. Why, he looks good enough to kill. <laughs> Zero actually, he's just kind of staring down at the base where, like, that was created by the unlinking of arms. Oh. And, yes! And so, uh, and so he's, like, kind of staring down that, at that, and then he looks up, and then he looks out into the party, and he's like, uh, you know what? I think I blew up that guy's spaceship, and then I'm going to go talk to him. And so he kind of, like, strides off in that direction. Y'all have a, I'll catch up with you guys in a bit. Blue doesn't notice. Mm-hmm. He's like looking around at multiple rivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Ava does. Yes. Ava Perfect. notices. <laughs> I'm only looking for one rival. Yeah, you're scanning the crowd now as the protocol droid and camera droid buzz off to another part of the red carpet. And you can see way like like sort of in the interior of the event. There he is, Jakar. Jakar is wearing a pure white suit. And his date is in a shining sequin silver dress. He is currently standing next to... He's standing next to Bail Organa, who is dressed to the nines. And he is... Is Brea there? Yeah, she, she would have to be. <laughs> Brea is Brea is with him. Uh, they are having a very what looks like at least you can tell on Bale's face the look is this is a polite conversation that we're having, <laughs> and aren't we having such a polite conversation? You said that children attend this. Oh yeah. Oh man, I didn't even realize I walked myself into that one. Cool. So sitting next to them, about five years old, cat. What does this dress look like? What does this gala dress look like? Well, what's Brea wearing? Well, we already used white. I feel like I'm lost. Who who are these characters? Brea Organa is the queen of Alderaan. And Bail Organa is the king of Alderaan. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, Oh, my God. I think they're dressed in very bright colors. I think Bail Organa is going to be wearing... Blue 
and Brea is wearing red. Cool. So uh, then a little kid with a complex number of braids mm-hmm. is wearing a little red and pink dress that matches her mom's really well. Yep. It's mirrored. And she is sort of like looking a little bored sitting in this ad- next to this adult conversation, but still like, oh yeah, I mean, she's five though. I feel like she looks kind of bored, but is actually listening. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe that's it. During this conversation, like she pauses for a second and looks over in your direction. And then after like acknowledging you, then looks back to her conversation. But yes, you have identified Jakar. Minister Jakar. Ah, well, shall we? We have someone to meet. Okay. I sort of wave over to Zero to kind of try and catch his attention. He does not look up. I'm pretty sure he saw me, Ava. Do you want to go grab him? No, we got we got to do the political thing. He seems wrapped up in a different conversation. Do you want to No, wait? we're going to just barge right into it. No, that's... No. We talked about... I have a plan. <laughs> Let's run through your plan. Okay. I feel like you're going to say no if I tell you the plan. Then you better tell me the plan. Okay, so we're going to walk over there. We are going to meet them, okay? Then he's going to say nasty, horrible, horrible things because he's a nasty, horrible, horrible human. Probably he's not going to do that. He's probably he, going he, to be very oh, nice you to you. Wait till you meet this person. He absolutely be will. so nice to you. And then I'm going to introduce you. Sure. His jaw's going to hit the floor. I don't think so. Yeah, he's going to then try and show off. <laughs> look at yeah, her. Look at his wife. She's gorgeous. And then get this. I'm going to take a little stumble on my leg, and I'm going to spill his drink into her dress. Not known. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, Blue. Blue is operating with limited resources here. <laughs> How do I... It's a perfect attack. Can we start up a system where we... Um, How do I put this? What's a word for veto that isn't veto? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can we start up some sort of system where we... Nix plans that don't that don't work. I feel like that'll lead to a lot of disordered confusion. Okay, we can put a limit on it. Can I nix your plan to start a nix? No, that's mm. that's a definite rule. See, look at this. We're already having to establish rules on our nixes. That's fine. Is it? Yeah. How far are they going to go? Okay, everybody gets like one one or two permission, but you can't put a nix on a nix. One or two. <laughs> Yeah, so like... wonder what situation do you get one and what situation do you get two? No, two permission. Two because, permission. Because we have more... We have too many plans. I don't think we have that many plans. We just execute. You no, know, you make a lot of plans. Listen, I'm a planning guy. I have a plan of attack. That's my plan of attack. Are you using a nix on that? Yes. Okay, here's what you're going to do then. You're going to force choke, not her. <sighs> you're just going to break her heel. How, I have a different plan. As soon as she starts walking, she will trip, she will stumble, she'll be... I'm going to explain this right now. You can't attack her. At all. I'm saying she you is an attack her. immaculate, luminous being. I should get Zero to do it. If she is and attacked in any way, it's going to reflect very poorly on that's you. That's why I'm not doing it. We attack him. But if we spill a drink on him, it won't matter. He is wearing a white suit. Ooh. Uh, at that moment, Zero comes up with, Hey, guys, uh, they had some drink specials at the bar. They've got blood orange mimosas, so... uh Ava, I got you one. Oh, well, thank and you. And he hands one to Ava. We were just talking about you. I, oh. As you're trying to hand it, I swat it down to the ground. <laughs> no, <laughs> quick. Go take that and throw it on that guy. <laughs> this was Ava's plan. Go. just She's got a good plan. Uh, go, go, go. No. I just literally start pushing <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, Zero. Zero just like, 
like push, push, push. He like walks up. He looks back at Blue. Looks up. <laughs> looks at the blood mimosa. Shrugs and then chucks it. <laughs> okay, this seems like this needs to call for a roll of some kind. <laughs> this is gonna because be we. This could go <laughs> good or so tragically. <laughs> so so tragically. Oh no. So let me let me take a look at a character sheet. I'm going to blame you 100 percent if this goes wrong. Of you realize you that, are. and take all the credit if it goes right. That's what you do. God, I'm just trying to. You know what? No, this is a force die, right? Right? It yeah, has to be clearly sure. not a dexterity. <laughs> just no, a force. No, die. because this has nothing to do with his. Skill. <laughs> it has to do with liquid in motion. <laughs> no, no, it does. Uh, this has nothing to do with liquid in motion or physics. This is the will of the force. <laughs> This either goes well or poorly. And Tyler, before you Can roll... we use a dark side point? Oh, yeah. I'm, no. no, no. Based on the roll, I'm going to mitigate either in a good or a bad way. Do not you worry. Tyler, you have to choose, is dark side positive for you in this or light side positive? Because I, I need to know... What side of your heart are you channeling? I feel like out of everybody, if everybody here pulls from dark side, I feel like... Zero should pull from light side, just from the standpoint of... You murder people for hire. I do murder people for hire, so I probably am a dark side. <laughs> because that's kind of like a, a, a bad thing. Let's go with dark side. Okay, okay. Dark side. So, so dark side good, light side bad. Dark side good, light side bad. Roll it up. Dark side good, light side bad. Light no. side bad. Okay, so the blood orange mimosa flies through the air. We enter slow motion, and this, it's flying to the back of this immaculate white garment. At that very moment, this man's wife sees someone that she knows, and she grabs her husband's arm to wave that person over, pulling him aside. The glass continues to go through the air at this point we see what face pops up what emoji pops up on zero's screen seeing that this has just happened eyes closed like line face and then like a small bead of sweat (laughs) trickling down the glass continues to fly past the side of this man down 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 (laughs) until it splashes on the dress of that beautiful five-year-old girl <laughs> clinging to her mother's side. <laughs> and immediately her face wells up in tears. And now, how about a couple Dear Bluebird letters? Dear Ava, I have a coworker who is just, ugh, the worst. He thinks he's hot criff and can get away with anything. And he's just using people and acting like he's the boss when he's not. Ugh! So whiny! He throws a fit whenever he doesn't get his way. Like, if you say no to him, he acts like you just spat in his face. The worst thing is that people seem to like him, which does not make sense at all. He's like this tall, gangly nerd with no fashion sense at all. And he's like a huge snob about the most trivial stuff. Like, what if I like my calf super sweet? He doesn't have to drink it. Do you know anyone like this? If so, how do you deal with them? Sincerely, suffering on Scipio. P.S. Hey, Blue. Loses her what? Wait, what was that last word? I don't. I'm not familiar with the word. No, what, what were the words? It, you... says, it says, loses her what? 
Loser says what? It's Loser. I'm sorry. I might be pronouncing it wrong. Loser says wait. What? I'm Loser not, says wait. Zero, you're making this out. I it's, can't. Is it, it's is it, what? A for, it might be what? a foreign word. Is a this foreign word. So okay. Is this. Basically, Biff? when I encounter people like that, I, I like to undercut them. How do you guys feel? Oh, how, how do I feel? From, from the sweet calf drinker over here, which is just insanity on so many different levels. To start with, person, I don't think you are handling life correctly. You're clearly making improper choices at almost every step of the way. You can't handle a superior officer who is giving you orders. Well, someone who's not a superior officer. I don't know officer. that it said that they were a superior Based officer. Based on the attitude described, that person should be superior to them. So I assume that the Empire will correct that in due time. I don't know why you think that uh they well, made actually it based like on were. imperial hiring mes- metrics and advancement right. metrics uh that is a major qualifier we look for in superior officers snooty little pips have you met grand moff tarkin oh easy, no easy easy grand moff tarkin nice. has like but exactly he gets he's results. got everything the military is looking for no he gets results and snooty little pips don't necessarily well, what about that. director krennic director krennic is, is a fantastic a example of that's a, a really imperial officer you're right i have no nice things to say these men have the qualities that make great men and yes, there are unfortunately sometimes parts of that personality that we, who are inferior officers, might associate with negative qualities. Why what do you that think actually that is, is a symptom of greatness. Why do you think that? Do you know, do you know that Lord Vader chokes the people who disagree with him in meetings? True story. Now, it might seem to someone like you or me that that's excessive, yep. that that's inappropriate it behavior, is, it's inappropriate. the sort of tantrum a child you might do throw. Sex things yeah. in like public but, meetings. That's bad. But but he gets results. You can't take over the galaxy without choking a few subordinates. But you can't. You, wait, wait. Here's the, here's the big question: Have you ever tried it without choking people? Has anyone ever tried to take over the galaxy? In a peaceful way. Not saying that it should be done. Not saying that it could be done. I'm like just saying that no one's tried it. sexual harassment in the high, amongst the higher-ups? I really don't I feel know like the Jedi was. tried to do that. It's the way it's always been. My person, my, my mentor choked me. I choked zero. It just all goes down. Huh. Okay. When, when, and again, we, we've, we've identified these qualities. These are things 100% of people in command are very particular about certain things. We all know whether we like talking or I don't think there's anybody in this room who doesn't like talking. He is incredibly particular about Imperial boots. We know that. He needs to have high-grade boots on I his feet. I don't think that's but a bad quality in a person. That, well, we have to spend a lot more credits on those boots. So credits, you know, go towards something. No, but, but like credits where because, it's due. They're because nice Because we allow him to have his very specific way, he produces results. Director Krennic has to have that stupid cape. And it has to be pressed Whoa. every morning. <laughs> oh, that's a nice cape. No, it's not. It is a nice cape. It it would be a nice cape if it were longer. It is not longer. It's a stupid cape. It's a pretty nice cape. Lord Vader has a nice cape. Krennic has a terrible cape. That's a but it's like it's it okay. Here are the nice qualities about Krennic's cape. It it flutters. You know? That's like it's one a, it's quality. A, okay, but you have to start breaking them apart. It's all it has other? potential. I like capes. Agent Ava, all capes flutter. 
I would like a cape to be a part of my regular uniform. Do you feel like you have restrictions on your uniform? Believe it or not, someone managed to put in that I'm not allowed to have a cape. You know what? I think I'm going to write a recommendation that Alva get a promotion. Because she has exactly the sort of quality that I would expect to see in a superior officer of this military. And I'm going to go write that right now. Before you write that, Alva, how many people have you choked? <laughs> Dear Sinox, remember that time you arrested me when I stole all those Ur diamonds? That was real fun. You sure know how to show a girl a good time. We should get together again soon and give it another go. I'll hear there's a flashy new exhibit at the local museum. Maybe I'll see you there. This time you can wear the binders. Hugs and kisses, AJ. Oh. Oh. Is this the date? Well, first of all, this was a mission. I was sent to a museum to represent imperial interests, and there happened to be a dissident who wanted to take one of the exhibits home, which is strictly forbidden under imperial law, uh-huh. and I had to intercept them. So tell me more about him. How'd we intercept? Uh, well, I... What was your opening line? Good question. I started with a classic stop right there, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. and then I, I, I stated with the ISB to state my rank and sort of let them know that I had the imperial authority mm-hmm. to put them under arrest. Um, nice. And she ran. So I chased... She? Okay. So yeah, uh, I, what's her deal? What'd she look like? Um, she was wearing a, a full coverage sort of bodysuit at the time with, with one of those masks that comes down and had a uh, delightful pink ponytail that made her very easy to identify that streamed down behind her and I... Chased her across various rooftops, and we got in a firefight, and at one point I had to fight off a whole gang of people, and oh, man. then Real there was a short period day. of the time where we were working on the same side, fighting against the same people. Oh and my god. Back to back? Back um, to back in the round? Obviously, yes. obviously. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, that, that is exactly the tactical position that I sort of took so that I could protect the target what who I knew saying? I needed to arrest anyway. I mean, well, she was saying all sorts of things, of course, like yeah. this is a cultural artifact that uh, belongs to <laughs> a certain, you know, type of person and and really it belonged to the Empire and she really couldn't see it that way. So eventually I did have to secure her in binders after the third party was dispatched and talk about responsibility to the Empire. I gave her a very stern talking to Mm. and she tried to slip the restraints. I feel like I can be fairly stern when the situation calls for it. Uh And I took her in, I put her in her cell and made sure that she did not escape. But when I handed her off to processing, she did manage to slip away despite my requests for uh, certain types of restraints. Oh, you're in love. With my job? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. 100%. How long has it been? Since what? Since, since you last saw her. Since she got away. Um, I don't know, like a, like a couple months, maybe. Could you see yourself getting into sort of like a regular fugitive capture situation with her? Well, actually, Minister, I'm glad you brought this up because a lot of people uh, have come to me with that exact same scenario. And my thought is the point of a fugitive and detainee is that you don't have to do that, is that they just sort of get captured and processed and then you're done. Ooh, but that's the way, that's not the way the heart works, man. 
right? The heart just wants it to be like your brain might want it to be in and out and done, but you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. And if that heart wants to see that fugitive again, then you better keep your eyes open because she well, might be right I the think she is a person of admirable skill and and uh, efficiency, and I feel like so it love. would be very nice if she could be recruited as an imperial asset. Oh, but that's that's you want to recruit that's her? You beyond, want to recruit her? Oh, 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 well, I, ideally, let me, let me ask wow. this: Would you feel an extra special? I don't really know what you feel, Synox, but an extra special, I'm going to call it a Synox unit of, of emotion. Would you feel an extra special Synox unit of emotion if you caught her the second time that you didn't feel the first time? Well, I mean, she has issued a public threat against another museum, so I feel like I will be seeing her again, and this time I will make sure that she is captured. Uh, well, I mean... Would you need to? Couldn't you send a more efficient team to go capture her? Absolutely not. There's no more efficient team than me. I don't know that that's true. I think The last time I handed her off, she did escape. Right, which is why I'm saying that there are... So when it's not under my direct supervision, mistakes get made. So you're trying to say is you're the only one. You're the one for her? She's the one for you? Zero? Zero? I know the type of tactics. I know the type of tactics. I know the type of tactics. You would not last a second. You would not last a second. She would get away from you immediately. Immediately. Why is a really high capture rate? You let her go. Ava Auric. You. You would not be able to last a second with her either. Why do you think that? Ava, hold on. You're right because you just hit on a point. What did he say? Where's Tristan Valentine, Ava? Where's Tristan Valentine? Oh, but you know what I'm doing there. Where's number one imperial threat Tristan Valentine? Yeah, but I'm doing something very intentional there. Coolest guy. Um, No, there's something that doesn't quite add up. (laughs) What about about the story? (laughs) There's a, a key detail here that is interesting to me, and that is you wanted her to escape. No, I did not. I wanted her to be recruited as an imperial asset. Let's look at the facts, okay? You turned her over in restraints, Mm -hmm. but then put in a request that different restraints were needed, yet you call yourself the most efficient, so you would not have the proper ones? If or did you not want the to have her The standard issue, stream? Imperial Binder, can be broken out of by certain individuals. True love? No. no. Uh, Lockpicking skills no. and Lock slicing, true. and some people can dislocate their thumbs. I requested special binders that someone would not be able to physically escape from because, well, I can run someone down, the average Imperial officer or Stormtrooper recruit is not able to. Because we need more stringent testing, more stringent physical testing on all of our recruits. One follow-up question to Ava. Ava, if you put someone in binders, would they be able to escape? No. Bingo. That is not... That's that's patently not true. You know it. Why? If you put binders on Lenik Gilo, would he be able to escape? That's not fair. Yeah. That's what's on the table, though. No, Are no. there certain individuals who, if you put them in binders, will escape from those binders okay, like Lena nine out of ten no, times? No, but like Lena Gilo, some guys, something's weird about him. I don't know what it is. Like he's guys, he's weird though, right? Yeah, he's uh, like right? he's been on a trip lately. Yeah, something's wrong with him, and I don't know why binders don't work. It's like it's like I've been dealing with escape artists for a long time. Please, I'm being very serious right now. I've been dealing with escape artists mm-hmm. and with like jewel thieves. Mm-hmm. I've had to capture a lot of people. Right. And I like use the force. 
I should have a handle on this. I don't know what is wrong with Lena Gila. I can tell you there there are certain individuals that you cannot use standard binders. So on. like your pink Lena hair, Gila is one Siren of them. is not one of these people. She absolutely is. But here's the thing. All right, so what's the commonality between our pink-haired uh, uh, thief and Lena Gilo? They're special. They're special, all right? Yes, Lena yes, Gilo absolutely. Is, he's special because he's uh, he's intertwined in, in our lives and in the Force, and we keep coming back to each other, and we just well, can't not, seem to escape each other. Not but, the Force. Well, okay. well, I don't know. Well, not on official records, so. Well. Oh, okay, unofficially the, f- yeah, but. Whatever we want to call it, I mean. Whatever we, wa- whatever we want to call it. Something's going on there, He keeps coming back, all right? And he's. He he needs he needs he needs his family. Um, yes, yes. People like Lenik Gilo, people like AJ, they are special people. They are special to me. To you, yeah. Mm-hmm. In my assessment, is that these are special individuals mm-hmm. and they require special binders. Loves a bind. Feelings bind. Sorry, I was reading a poetry book. Sorry, <laughs> hang on. It's kind of a wrong time for that. I'll put that away. Well, AJ, I can tell you that I will be there with a full power of the Empire, and I am looking forward to your arrest. Dear CC1812, when Order 66 came down, I shot my Jedi in the back of the head. I'm sorry if that sounds blunt. I'm in my Corellian brandy right now. Anyways, I've been thinking a lot about that day and him. He was a good man, and I trusted him, and he trusted me. What made me pull the trigger? I mean, I've heard rumours, biochips, brainwashing, but I betrayed him. Or at least, that's how he'd see it. If I can turn on someone like that, can't people turn on me? How can I trust people? How can people trust me? Anyways, best of luck out there. Stay safe. Signed, Clone on Commodore. You don't have to answer this. No, I absolutely do. No, this, you don't. This poor clone needs my help. It's retreading bad territory for you. So. No. Listen, Arthur, we were all betrayed by the Jedi. And it's easy for someone who was a subordinate under a Jedi general or commander to blame themselves. What this clone is experiencing is guilt right. for crimes the Jedi committed against the Republic and eventually the Empire. This clone needs our help. Can you imagine if Blue had been a dissonant this whole time and we had to take him down, how bad you'd feel having to kill Blue? We've all grown so well, fond of him. We've all grown so fond of him and his antics switch it over after to our time sw- together. Zero. Nope, no need to switch. switch Why don't we zero. just answer that question <laughs> as for well, zero. Zero doesn't have any rank, so it wouldn't matter if we it matters kill him. Me. Fair it matters to me. Fair question. It matters to me. Ava? Wouldn't it matter to you if you had to kill Zero? I've... Oh my god, I don't even. I know, but, right? But, right. The no, emotion no. is totally different because We're you're not about a commanding that. officer. Okay, what if we had to kill Director Krennic? No, no, who no, we've no, all no. grown so fond of with Hold our it. time together. I have a question that needs to be answered. Ava? Yeah. I have always seen us as almost as close a friend as two beings can be. Uh, He's just waving his hands at Ava right now. You're, we're friends. Yes, you yes. have you have the, we are the an unbreakable bond between superior officer and subordinate officer. You would never betray. We're that. lateral. We we're in different we're in different tracks. If he gives you an order, who follows it? He doesn't. Mm-hmm. No, he friends doesn't. don't give no, orders. He he can't. The Inquisitor. He actually he can't order me around. 
uh, just point of order. We're not talking about uh, orders. We're talking about friends and what friends would never do to each other. And I would just like to hear perhaps the words that you would say that you would never betray me. Is that a sentence you can say? Seems like it would be pretty easy. Here, oh, practice oh. right now. Zero, say that. I, will I ne- would never betray you? Yeah. Uh, I, I'd never p- betray you. Whew, we're going to have to practice that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me try it again. I'd never betray you. Nailed that one. That Nailed was that good. One. That's, that that's, that, the good that's going in the file. Well, here, 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 this might make it easier. I, I think what's happening is we're tying it to an individual instead of, I would never betray the Empire. No, no, this is a fun exercise, actually. I would never betray you, Blue. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I made eye contact, though. Yeah, you don't make yeah. eye contact you when you're telling the truth. No, no, like, you do. You do. And, like, I looked in the right direction and everything. Yeah, I know, but you're also, like, checking off a number of, like, this is what it, like, normal human Okay, what did you, you do it this to me is, now. This is related you, to Look the, at me and say I would never betray Blue. Abba, I'd never betray you. No, but, I, but the, obviously. So say you'd never betray Blue. I, I'd never betray Blue. Damn it. Okay, um... You never betray the empire. Do that one. Yeah. Right. Wait a minute. We should wait have a minute. There either. Why is that a degree easier? Huh? That shouldn't be a degree easier. What if Blue betrays the empire? Don't worry about this. This is about. I'm absolutely worried about it now. Well, it no, doesn't have to do with Blue. It to... ins- no. Listen, I have worked right with a group of individuals who purportedly represented the interests of my government group, and what happened? They betrayed us. They betrayed everyone, and they put poor clones like this in a real emotional state, having to think through how their friends could have possibly betrayed the organization that they put so much faith and trust in. It, it's destroyed him. It's utterly destroyed him. So I need to know that above everything else, you care about the Empire and its well-being. Sinox, I would never betray the Empire. See, now that's honesty. Yeesh. <laughs> Oof. I think we have to end it there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and now, a word from one of our affiliates. Total Party Kill is a weekly live Twitch stream where John Patrick Cohen, Eddie Klinker, and James Dugan play through Cephalofair Games' Gloomhaven. Join them in the stream to play along through the action and interact with a constantly changing cast of characters and special guests. Or watch them after the fact on the One Shot YouTube channel. TPK airs Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central Time at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. Evil Campaign is part of the Campaign Podcast, which is a one-shot network production. The Star Wars Edge of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Force and Destiny role-playing games belong to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Ava Arik is performed by Cat Cool, who can be found on Twitter at cat underscore cool underscore. And that's cool spelled like her last name, K-U-H-L. Minister Blue was performed by Jim McClure, who can be found on Twitter at GM Jim McClure. Zero was performed by Tyler Davis, who can be found on Twitter at Tyler A. Dave. And that's Dave, D-A-V. You can also find him on stage at Second City, where he performs with their main stage company in the review Dream Freaks Fall from Space. You can also find him performing at I.O. with Devil's Daughter. And I am James D'Amato, your host and game master. You can find me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Or you can listen to my other show, The OneShot Podcast, found at OneShotPodcast.com or wherever you download your podcasts. Finally, all music on the show was performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time, there is no death. There is only the Force. (laughs) 